The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts the black effect presents family therapy and i'm your host elia connie Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Lewis Carr host of the Blueprint Connect podcast. The Blueprint Connect podcast is an extension of the Blueprint Men's Summit, where we have consistently given men a prescription for growth, not just for themselves, but also for their families and their communities. During these podcasts, we will educate and motivate our listeners about entrepreneurship, careers, finances, health and wellness, and relationship. And on today's episode, we have the privilege of having the founders of the Black Bread Company, Mark Edmund and Jamal Lewis. Thank you. Thanks for having us. It's a pleasure to be, to be here. here. Great to have you guys. So you are the only Black-owned bread-making company in the U.S. Uh, that's correct. We are the only African-American-owned sliced bread company uh, in the country, for sure. Um and it all started, you know, with a with a, a dream and, you know, really just being extremely intentional with, uh, you know, actions that we took. So what were you doing, guys, before you started the bread company? Well, for me, uh, I'm pretty much been a serial entrepreneur. Uh, I had a construction company. Uh, build houses from the ground up, uh, worked under uh, different developers in the city of Chicago. Um, I also had a gourmet popcorn company that I started when I was like 23 years old with my younger brother. He was about 18 years old. Uh, we was actually able to get that to the market as well in the Jewels, Osco's around the, the, the city. Uh, Walgreens uh, was in conversation with Walmart at that time. Um, 
And so for me, it's just pretty much just been, you know, entrepreneurship, working, uh, and also had a job as a superintendent uh, for uh, two different construction companies here in Chicago as well. And Jamal? Yeah, working, working, working. Uh, we're working men, fathers, husbands. So for me, it was uh, entertainment uh, is my background, singer-songwriter by nature and trade. Um, and also I've uh, gotten to marketing over the last years, uh, actually uh, just in order to, to promote myself and to pr- promote my brand. So it seems like a lot of those uh, efforts that I was putting into my own endeavors and branding and things of that nature, it all just kind of came full circle with this brand when Mark presented the opportunity uh, to be the first or become the first African-American-owned sliced bread company. So all things work together. And we're here just working in uh, with, a, with a vision and a mission. Now, Jamel, you shouldn't have told me you was a singer-songwriter. So that means <laughs> we, 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 we got a jingle coming for the, for yeah, the, for the yeah. Black Brand Company? Yes, we will. We will do that. Yeah, it's, it's in the making. It's in the works. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm spreading my wings creatively. So it's coming soon for sure. <laughs> all right. We're going to be looking for that. So you guys started yeah. the company. Is was it in 2020 or 2021? Uh, we, we we founded the company in 2020. Uh, we actually was after once we figured out we was gonna do this bread company for a whole year. Is just when we was doing our uh, you know strategic uh, marketing plan. You know, what I'm saying writing our business plan, getting all our ducks uh, in a row, uh, just really planning and coordinating and really building the company up. And then it took us a year to get to the point where we was ready to launch to the public. Uh, and around February of 2021 is when, uh, actually it was like February 1st, is when we actually launched to the public and let everyone know that we are here, that we exist, and we are ready to compete. So Mark, Jamel, as you talked about yourselves, I didn't hear anybody say that they were a former baker. All yeah. right. So, <laughs> so how, why bread? And yeah. where does the recipe come from? And are either one of you cooks? Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. Go ahead, Jamal. You can, you can speak. Now, I was going to say, it's, it's real simple, Lewis. We, we know what we know and we know what we don't know. We, we pride right. ourselves in, in being men of research. So yes. uh, we research, research, research. Uh, originally, uh, Mark, I can't tell the story. You have to tell the story of how yeah. it began. All right, for sure. So, so how it started? It started in 2020 uh, around the incident of George Floyd. Uh, so when the incident with George Floyd, it was really my personal protest. Um, what I wanted to do was support African-American-owned products, period. You know, it was around a time where, you know, we was dealing with the George Floyd incident. And, you know, we, we also at the same time dealing with this pandemic that's coming around. Everybody's going in the house and shutting down. Uh, my wife asked me to go to the grocery store. So she wrote this list out. And on the first thing that was on that list was bread. I was e- extremely intentional that everything I bring home was going to be African-American owned. Uh, so when I went to the grocery store, I was in this uh, bread out for about 45 minutes because it was the first thing on the list. And I Googled every single brand and bread in this aisle. I'm looking for I'm giving I'm looking for an excuse to buy the bread. Like, hey, give me a black executive. You know, is it a black COO? Is it a black CEO? Is it somebody that's in that's making some decisions? Give me some reason to support this bread. And I could not find any. We didn't have no participation at all. So at that point, I was really just, you know, emotionally charged. And I left uh, when I left the, the grocery store in the parking lot. I gave my best friend Jamel a call. And then we also call our, our, our friend Charles 
And from there, that's where the Black Bread Code actually began. Because when I gave him a call, it was a call of action. It was like, yo, this is a problem and this is what we have to do. So, Jamel, when you got the call and he's, ta- he's talking about bread, what was your first reaction? Right. Uh, really, um, when I when I think about it as quickly as I can think now is, Mike, Mark, like he said, serial, serial entrepreneur, he's a go-getter, he's a doer more than anything. So I knew in my mind by him calling me saying that something didn't exist and he was going to create it, he was going to build it, I knew it was going to happen. So um, instantly my mind just just went into, like he said, into action of, I, I use the phrase rocking and rolling. If he's rocking, I'm yeah. rolling because I know it's going to be, I know it's going to be done. I know it's going to come to pass. And at the end of the day, for me, it's just like, okay, what can I do to serve this brand to make sure that it that it you know that the the, the mission is fulfilled and that is done in excellence. So for me, it was just it was it was like he said, a call to action. It was let's rock, let's roll, let's do it, let's go for it. So so that did either of you guys try to make bread in your own kitchens and try to, <laughs> did, did did you start that way? You know, a, a lot of the hair care companies started that way. They're like, hey, it, we it, got it, a problem. It, Let me see if I can make my own. My own grease. All right. Did you, you know guys what? start your own kitchen? We 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 didn't. I I knew for a fact we didn't know how to make no bread. You know, we 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 wasn't even gonna try. But by like Jamel said earlier, we know what we know, we know what we don't know, and we extremely going. We we're resourceful. So the first thing we did was find a few uh different chefs. You know, we got chefs that's friends. You know, um, and we was asking for help. Hey, can you make a bread for us? You know, we want this bread. So then we we got the first sample of bread. We didn't really necessarily like it. You know, we have to, we tasted over thousands and thousands of loaves of bread, <laughs> you know, and until we found what we wanted, you know, we wanted certain things from, from different types of bread. Like hey, we wanted this texture. We wanted this firmness. We wanted it to be soft. We wanted it to be fluffy. You know, we wanted it to be sturdy. So if you're making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with the peanuts in it, it's not going to break through. And at the same time, what we, we knew we wanted to give our people, our community, a high quality bread. And on top of that, to make things even harder for us, we wanted to be as clean as possible for our community, right? We, we wanted to be, you know, as you know, minimum as processed as possible for commercial bread. And that's what we did. So uh, it was extremely rewarding at the end, but it was, man, it was a, it was a difficult time for sure. <laughs> We'll be right back with more of my interview after this quick break. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So after you got like, this is the recipe for the bread. Who's going to manufacture it? How, how, how did you exactly. figure that out? Yeah. So go ahead, Jamil. <laughs> I was going to say you can go for it, bro. No. So really, uh, again, in the middle of, in the midst of the pandemic, it's just amazing how, how much persistence and perseverance can truly pay off. Um, if you can imagine when the pandemic first began, offices were shut down. Everything factories was shut. were shut down. Yeah, no one's no one was really taking meetings at all. Obviously, there wasn't anything in person going on. But to be honest, just just through perseverance and and taking action and making call after call after call, Mark found us a manufacturer that was willing to actually uh, meet with us and actually um, uh, literally put put their put their hands to work and work toward the recipe that we had, you know, designed in our minds and the things that we had tasted and all those things began to came, come together, you know, uh, in a divine way, for sure. And, and is that in Chicago here? Is, the, is it manufactured in Chicago? Uh, it's, it's actually manufactured in uh, Wisconsin. Okay. What, what, yeah. What's it in Wisconsin? Uh, uh, Sun Prairie. Sun Prairie. Sun, yeah. Yeah, Sun Prairie. Okay. And so you decided you were going to do sliced bread. Yeah. And did you get off into the different variations? So is there weed and all yeah. of that, raisin bread? And- <laughs> well, what, what we want to do, it was really a bold move um, for us. And, you know, that's 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 part of our tagline as well, bold and fresh. And one reason for that, we wanted to we did not want to niche ourselves out. Right. And we really just wanted to compete with the standard bread in the in the big guys, if you will. So we went for the premium white bread and we went for a honey wheat bread first. So we 
uh, start off with just two loaves of bread because we had limited funds, you know, limited knowledge of the industry. And we didn't want to put too many, too many eggs and too many baskets. So we just focused on two staple types of bread, you know, and we did not want to change what the consumer is buying. We wanted to change just who they spending their money with, right? What company they already uh, supporting. So if you're already into a honey wheat, you know, now you have a different option. It's a very good honey wheat. So if you went to one of the more popular brands, you're not compromising taste. You're not compromising quality. You might even get a better quality bread when you come to the black bread company. Okay. So you've got your manufacturer, your recipe. Now, how do you market the bread? How do you let people know you got bread? You know, <laughs> <laughs> that that's a very, very interesting question. So, again, uh, one thing we haven't haven't uh, uh, made known yet, uh, uh, Lewis, with you is is for the first year as we began to construct our company and do our research so on and so forth. We didn't tell anybody. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, that, that's one thing even Mark challenged us to do to, to you know, keep up, not tell anyone. Um, of course, our wives knew and were aware, of course, and were on board for the for the uh, the task that we had ahead. But we didn't tell anyone. So, again, as we gathered our resources and did our research and began to uh, actually get our samples. And now we have tangible bread. We have a product now. Right. OK. How do we how do we market it to these people that we never told <laughs> that never knew we existed? Right. Is the question. Yeah, exactly. So, um, again, we had all our we had all our you know ducks lined up in a row for the most part. And um, we began to give our family samples of the bread. Now we were, you know, we were, we, you know, we actually had something tangible. Gave our family the bread and actually uh, Mark's sister, uh, she's actually in marketing and branding, things of that nature. She actually uh, posted it on social media. So now, you know, people can see, whoa, there, you know, there's an actual loaf of bread that says Black Bread Company on it. You know, what is this about? Um, right, what is so it, Exactly. So in essence, we didn't have any social media presence or following before that. Um, but we decided, you know, since the public began to know, you know, that we existed, uh, we, we put together two live streams. We did a live stream on Instagram and a, and a Facebook live stream as well. No followers at the time. Right. But again, uh, the moment we went live, people began to just jump on and uh, share the post and so on and so forth. We ended up with 10,000 people on Instagram live. And 10,000 plus people on Facebook Live. So we had over 20,000 people watching us yeah. uh, announce, you know, the fact that, that, you know, a black bread company exists after all of these years of, of it not being the case. So sure enough, while we we're on the live, we ended up um, uh, introducing our website, uh, just just giving people the shout out that, you know, uh, if you guys are interested, interested in supporting those people from around the country, around the world watching. If you're interested, interested in supporting, we gave people the opportunity to pre-order our bread because now we actually had a product, you know, we were able to take except pre-order. So people began to pre-order the bread literally in that moment while we while we were on the live, you know, just thousands yeah. of people ordering the bread. So it actually created um, uh, part of our business model to, you know, actually selling bread online. Customarily, mm-hmm. if you think about it, you don't necessarily order your bread online. Of course, you go to the grocery store like Mark did. So we actually found a niche in that, just the fact that, you know, people began to order our products online and, and it really, really just took off from there. Even before we began, you know, to get into re- retail and get opportunities of that on, we, we kind of 
actually stumbled upon something that really, really uh, uh, solidified our, our company early on. So do, do you think that it was just the right timing uh, right after the tragic death of George Floyd, the social injustice movements throughout the country? So the timing was just right yeah. for to launch a Black-owned business at that particular time. Yeah, 100%. I think the timing couldn't be better. Because uh, one thing Jamel didn't mention was, at that time, all the money that we we pulled, we all saved, saved uh, well, pulled from our savings for this company, and we put literally everything that we had. And by the time we got to this point where we actually had some bread and, and ready to go live, we only had a dollar and 87 cents left in our business account. You know, so things was like, was not looking great, right? And then all these pre-orders start coming in. And that really transformed our business, even up to this day. Um, the support that we have, as you can imagine, you got 10,000 individuals on uh, two different platforms and the comments was just showing nothing but love and support. And it was just a real movement that we created just in that moment. And I would probably say if those tragic events did not take place where a, you know, everybody is already emotionally charged with uh, a George Floyd situation. B, everybody and a mama is at home and not working and not being busy because we locked down and during the pandemic, you know, so people have time to be on their phones and on their social media platforms and share and listen, you know, like everything really just came to perfect timing, you know, so, so much so that even 30 days after that, um, initial live, we ended up on Ellen DeGeneres show, you know, and that just shows like the power that that moment had for us. And really it's been pushing us, you know, like ever since. And uh, yeah, the timing couldn't be better for us for sure. So, you know, the, the, the question that a lot of people are going to have when they hear this and, and, and they read about this is like, okay, you spent your own money. Sure. All right. Like every sort of, new business does yeah so then then you run out of your own money <laughs> then the next step is how do you get other people to give you some of their money to invest yeah. in the business so how did you guys do your seed round did you go to friends and family did you get somebody in banking did you find a rich cousin how did yeah. you guys get that next uh round of money well, at that time, the, the, the company was actually it's, it's kind of rare for a new business to kind of support itself, you know, so early on. Right. It's and and very early on, this company was doing just that. It was just supporting itself. You know, it wasn't paying us yet, but it was able to take care of the customers and take care of itself and its bills. And so much so that people kept asking us, how can we invest? How can I be a part of this? How can, what, what, what can I do to to? to be, you know what I'm saying, to support you guys even more. So we got this so much that we really decided, and one of our taglines is always, uh, you know what I'm saying, this brand is for us. So we decided, let's give 10% of our company to the community, right? And that's where we started with uh, the idea of going on Start Engine and actually, you know, saying, doing a crowdfunding platform. So we went on Start Engine and we actually got introduced to Start Engine through uh, Isaac Hayes, uh, the third. You know, he introduced us to Start Engine. Uh, and then once we went through the program for Start Engine and they accepted us, 
you know, and this is one time that we had a unanimous decision from Star Engine, uh, you know, employees who pick who who's able to uh, be allowed, which that doesn't normally happen over there. Um, and immediately we just saw the, the, the community support and we saw the need. You know, we looked up probably the first 30 days. We was probably all the way over, you know, saying three or four hundred thousand dollars. And then within the 60 days, you know, we was pretty much in a six or seven hundred thousand dollar range. And we recently just closed out at over a million dollars raised, you know, saying for the first round. Um, and it was really uh, in, in, and even right now, it's still a wait list to, you know, saying for investors who kind of came in late, but they still want an opportunity. So we even have a wait list now with a couple hundred people on there that's looking for an opportunity right now to go ahead on and invest in this company, you know, and the demand for our community is there. Our people are ready. They're ready to invest. They're ready to, to be a, a part of, you know, an, an amazing black company. And so it's just our duty right now to just be good stewards of the money, uh, to, to put forth the effort and continue to make this company uh, sustainable and, you know, operate in, a, in the most excellent way that we can. We'll be right back with more of my interview after this quick break. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So... Listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where... A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. 
Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So, guys, we here at the Waymaker community believe every successful business person and endeavor has had a Waymaker. Yeah. Who has been some of your Waymakers? Uh, for me, uh, wow. yeah, it, it would definitely be, it's just a lot. Uh, I would say Toy. You know, I, I recently met Toy. Toy Salter. Uh, yeah, and, and she actually uh, introduced me to you, right? And she's been making phone calls. I mean, from the moment that we met her, you know, she just been uh, a force to reckon with. Uh, I would say uh, Kenny Johnson, uh, he has been a waymaker. You know, he just immediately seen us and he was one of our big first seeds that he just instantly just put money in. And he really did not want anything in return. You know, he just wanted to help. He just wanted to keep us going. And then outside of, of, of those two individuals, for me personally, I would always rely, obviously, on my, my wife, my uh, my mother, and my uh, my sisters and my brothers and my well, my entire family really. <laughs> you know, they've been extremely supportive so far. So, uh, you know, I'm extremely blessed for that. Uh, Jamel, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I absolutely would echo Mark uh, his sentiments with uh, the Kenny Johnsons for sure, uh, Toy Salters, uh, even just the, the energy. Um, surrounding uh those two in, in general from a business yeah. perspective from a life perspective have have been very 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 uh key uh toward our success in many ways um and then i would say even Isaac if, I, if i can think isaac hayes if, if i can think of the industry uh in general when i think of certain people of influence that have reached for us yeah just out of out of their hearts i would say uh ricky smiley for sure yeah. um uh the legendary fred hammond is, is a is a very key supporter of ours Not for uh, sure. ET, eric, eric thomas the hip-hop preacher yes. uh, uh of course cj uh the entire um secret to success family so on and so forth it's, it's so it's so many things um but uh, again it, it also teaches us to actually do that of the same uh even when we when we first launched it, it seemed like uh, I had it in my mind that it would take us a while to get a certain amount of success and be able to actually help people and and, and learn to be way makers ourselves. But again, almost instantly, uh, I'm I'm saying this because I feel like just we all maybe can consider that there is somebody that we are further along than perhaps uh, along the way that may be looking to us that we can all oh you can always be a way maker for someone no matter what you have or don't have or where you think you are or where you aren't. So shout out to everybody that's been that for us. But also yeah. just uh, it also makes us conscious to do our best to be that for somebody else, to be, you know, to be that for someone else. Yeah, like like our interns. So we, we every year we hire a different set of interns that they come in and we just teach them in the operation of our business. You know, we let them listen in on our meetings and conversations. When we travel to different food shows around the country, we take them with us. You know, we allow them, you know, what I'm saying to, to get on the plane and 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 see the show and, and you know, so just get that experience 
of what it really takes to, you know, saying be the black bread company, you know, and, you know, meet certain individuals that we met. So that's, that was, that's pretty awesome as well. So what is the unique quality of your bread? Could, you know, a guy like me, could I, could I tell if I did a taste test, you know, if you tell me what the qualities and I close my eyes, guys, could I do a taste test and I'm saying, oh, you know, that's Mark and Jamel's bread on the right. So what, what, what is <laughs> yeah. the qualities of your bread? I would say for, for me, Jamel might have a different one, but for me, I would say freshness. Like we get our bread to the store so quick and we get it to the consumer so fast. Even like my auntie, the first time she ever tasted my bread ever, she said, oh, my God, this is really fresh bread. And then she had like a breakthrough moment. She's like, so you mean to tell me all these years, my entire life, you've been eating stale bread? You know, she like, she like, she like, this is my first time eating fresh bread. And it's because, I mean, our bread is in the grocery stores within 24 to 48 hours of it being baked. You know, not a week out, not three days, not four days, not, wow, as soon as it's made, it's out. And so a lot of people, you know, uh, actually says that about our bread is that, oh my God, it's just so fresh. It's so, it's such a clean taste. And that's just, that's for me. Jamel might have something different. You know what, my, mine is, um, I would say the premium and even a uh, 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 rich quality of, of the bread. Um, at the, at the end of the day, just, it's, it's like it's fresh from the bakery, literally. It, like, yeah. like Mark said, it's, it's coming from the bakery and within 24 hours, it is on the shelves or even honestly, if you order it online, it is at your door. Yeah. You know what I mean? Within hours, uh, yeah. Fresh. So, yeah. So to so to be able to actually- Remember, y'all got system, Amazon Prime or something? You can get it there within hours? Those are <laughs> our goals. We, that's our goals. You know, we. it's funny as you said that. Like, like one of our marketing things is, is every day I'm trying to get closer to the consumer, right? So in, in my head and what I'm trying to do is for our fulfillment centers throughout the country, I'm trying to get closer to your address. So that when you do order some bread, you can get it within hours. Uh, it's certain places in Chicago, they get it almost right away. And it's other places like California, Texas, New York, that it takes a little longer to get there. But, you know, we're working on that as well. But it's still going to be super fresh when they get it. Wow. So what's the next iteration for the Black Bread Company? What are you guys doing next? And it's it's so, so much so much to come so yeah. much to come yeah so 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 we got bagels coming out uh next uh we got English muffins uh even uh wheat English whole wheat English muffins coming out as well um and we have jams that's actually almost available right now uh we, it's just a few things that we we gotta do with the jams so we do got some specialty jams and mustards that we got coming out to really complement our breads um and so that's the more immediate. Uh, side of things. Now, now wait a minute. Now, wait a minute, guys. Now, wh where the biscuits at? You know, you you can't have called the Black Bread Company. You ain't got no biscuits. When the uh, biscuits come? You, you know, we got some biscuits coming, but the biscuits taking a little longer because they gotta be Mama biscuits. You know, they gotta be the right biscuits. You know, one thing we cannot do with our culture is play with it, right? We we right. can't call ourselves the Black Bread Company and just put anything out. When you bite that biscuit, you have to feel like your grandmama made that biscuit with made love and heart. And until we can get that where we can be consistent with it, we're not dropping a biscuit. 
but it's it's the top of our list. You know, it's the ex- extreme top, but I cannot just put anything. I can't just put my name on any, anything, right? So we're working on it. I'll say that. And are you are you guys distributed in any of the chain retailers right now? So uh, right here in Chicago, we are in the Mariano's uh, chains, and uh, we will be in over 500 Target stores in May uh, 2023. Woo. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So as as we close, guys, for those listening to this podcast, give us three things that you've learned that you should do when you start a a business. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Wow. Uh, Three things you should do. One is believe. Believe in yourself, believe in uh, what, you know, that anything is possible, but anything that you actually put your hands to and, and, and that is divinely for you will come to pass. So, so one, I would say believe, you know, have faith and believe. Um, two, uh, we say this as a company, but I'll say it now, do the work. Do, do the, the work. work. Uh, yeah, do the work, realizing uh, that you may not even under, always understand what that includes, but do the work. Be willing to do the work, show up every day and do the work. If it's your business, it is not a nine to five. It's not a job. It is not something that you pick up and put down. You it's, it's, it's 24 seven, you know? So I would say do the work. Um, and then be consistent, be consistent and trust the process because it will come to pass. And and I have three as well, if that's okay. Uh, number one, I would say something that you extremely passionate about and then something that you want to start be extremely, extremely cautious and careful with who you tell your your dreams to. Right. It's, you got a lot of people that are afraid and, and they, they don't see your vision and only you see your vision. When we first start this, as Jamel mentioned, I was making it extremely clear, like if you want to talk about it, call me. If you if it's if it's if it's two o'clock in the morning, it's burning your, your, your chest and your wife is asleep. Call me. I'll be here. We can talk about it. Right. Uh, So that's number one. Protect your dreams, man. Don't tell everybody. Find you a person that you can trust, your wife, your husband, your mate, and talk to that person. Talk to your kids about it. But do not go out and just tell everybody, you know, saying what you got planned. Number two, I would say don't be afraid to compete. The bread industry is one of the most saturated industries in the market. Period. It's too many breads out as it is. But yet we have a lot of success. One thing we have not mentioned yet is that we recently was evaluated over $51 million. And we've been doing this for two years now. You know, and with the $51 million valuation, that's off of a saturated area in the grocery stores. But we're not afraid to compete. And I would say third, and it's kind of like what Jamel was saying is put everything that you have in it. Believe in yourself. Put the work in. People only want to help those who help themselves. You know, people don't help people that just got a, a dream and no action behind it. So if you want people to get behind you and to push you, you have to push yourself and carry yourself across whatever finish lines that you can, you know, and make sure that you you have your business plan, you know, plan out what you want to do 
it's extreme. A lot of people like to skip the business plan. Don't skip the business plan. You know, write out a business plan, take your time, get professional help with your business plan if you have to, and see it out and then execute, execute, execute. Well, Jamel, Mark, I want to thank you for doing uh, this interview. And I'll see you at the Blueprint Men's Summit. Yes, see, see you there. Well, thank thank you for having me. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.